In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the second Sunday of the Holy Great Fast, and during the fast, Satan actually tends to tempt us. He tempts us all the time, but mainly during the fast, when all the people are praying and fasting. So Satan tried to tempt us more in order to lose the benefit from fasting. That's why on the second Sunday of the Holy Great Fast, the church uh, teaches us about the three temptations of our Lord Jesus Christ, which also happened after he fasted 40 days and 40 nights. And the Bible tells us that Satan was tempting the Lord Jesus Christ all the time. So not only these three temptations, but all the time as he tempts us all the time. In order to understand the temptation, I like first to address some titles of Satan. Satan has three titles. The Bible speaks about Satan and explains three titles about Satan. The first title, the deceiver. Second title, the tempter. Third title, the accuser. And understanding these three titles actually explain to us the technique that Satan is using to tempt us. And Satan is not creative. Since Adam until now, he is using these three techniques, deception, temptation, and accusation. What's deception? Deception, actually, Satan tries to make you believe a lie. He's a liar and father of every liar. So deception, Satan tries to make you believe a lie. Even if he uses verses from the scripture, and misinterpret this verse in order to make you believe a lie. Like how he said to the Lord Jesus Christ, it is written, it is written in Psalm 90, he shall give his angels charge concerning you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. So he used actually a verse from the scripture, in order to tempt the Lord Jesus Christ and to make him believe this lie that if he threw himself from the pinnacle of the temple, God will send the angels and carry him so his, even his foot will not be touched. But the Lord told him, it is written also, don't tempt the Lord your God. And it is written also, is very important, this word. You cannot make a doctrine or a belief based on one verse from the scripture. If you want to, to study any doctrine or any lesson, you need actually to find all the verses around this topic. And also study the commentary of early church father on this topic, on these verses, 
to actually get into the right understanding. Most of the heretics, most of them were deceived by following one verse, like Arius. He read, my father is greater than I. And based on this verse, he made his heresy that Jesus is created and he is not God. He is one of the creation like all of us. So Satan is deceiver, deceiving us. He deceived Adam and Eve and he made them believe that God doesn't want their best interest. He told them, if you eat from this tree, you will be similar to God. As if he's telling them, God doesn't want you to be similar to him, to be like him. And until now, he, Satan still deceives us. Deceives us. He will deceive you and tell you, lying will get you out of trouble. So you can lie. He deceives uh, young youth that you can date and you can have a girlfriend or boyfriend and this will not hurt your spiritual life. He can deceive people about drugs, about marijuana and drugs and tell them, use them. Actually, they will help you. There are benefits from them. And see, even the country now is legalizing these drugs. No problem. You can try. He's deceiving the people. He's deceiving people under the notion of love and acceptance and want to legalize homosexuality and transgenderism, etc. He's a deceiver. So you need to be careful about the deception of Satan. Then the second title, temptation. Temptation means Satan will make the sin accessible, easy, and pleasurable. He went to the Lord Jesus Christ and told him, you are the son of God. This is stone, just change it to uh, bread and eat, feed yourself. You, you perform many miracles. You can't make this miracle. Why you are hungry? You don't need to continue to be hungry. It's in your power to make a miracle and feed yourself. He tried to tempt him when he took him on a high mountain and told him, look, all these kingdoms, I am the prince of the world. I will give you all these kingdoms if you worship me. Satan tempt us and make sin easy, accessible, pleasurable. Many youth, when you ask them, why you stay away from God? The answer, I want to enjoy my life. I want to have fun. When I come to the church or when I have a relationship with God, you will tell me this is wrong and this is wrong and this is wrong. Dancing is wrong, drinking is wrong, dating is wrong. So, no, I, I want to explore life. And then they start exploring life and eat from the forbidden tree and they end up in depression, suicide, and all these uh, 
sin, uh, illnesses and diseases of the contemporary time. So, when actually Satan tempts you by making sin easy, accessible, pleasurable, you need actually to be aware and conscious this is a trap for you. This is a trap. Like how he trapped Lot and he let him see the land of Sodom and Gomorrah as the garden on earth. Beautiful place. And he went there and as St. Peter said about him, he was torturing himself day and night by what he is seeing and why what he is hearing. Then after you fall in sin, Satan starts to accuse you. In the book of Revelation, he is accusing us day and night before God. He accused Job to God. And he will make you believe another lie that God doesn't like you. God will not forgive you. You committed the unforgivable sin. Then no hope. That's why all the people, or most of them, who are involved with drugs and sexual immorality and and they suffer from depression because he takes the hope from them, the hope of repentance, the hope of forgiveness from them. So that's exactly what Satan is doing. Deceiving, tempting, and accusing. Why sometimes we actually fall in this trap of temptation. Because our desires are not sanctified. The love of sin and the love of pleasure is still in my heart. So once once Satan presents to me a pleasurable sin, I am attracted to this sin. There are sins that are beloved to us, dear to us, and we don't want to give them up. Especially the sins that bring pleasure or works for me. For example, if lies work for me and get me out of trouble, then I will not give this sin up. If pornography gives me pleasure, I will continue because I want to please myself. So there is ungodly desire inside me. And when there is opportunity, so the opportunity with the desire causes temptation. If I have love of money, this ungodly desire inside me, I want to be rich quickly. Then any opportunity for me even to steal or to make up money even in a wrong way, I will not let it go. Because I have a desire, ungodly desire, and now there is opportunity in front of me. But if my desires are godly and I walk in the fear of God, even if there is an opportunity in front of me, then I will not be tempted. Like the story of Joseph. 
Joseph, there was opportunity in front of him. And what opportunity? His master's wife asking him to sleep with her. His master's wife, actually, and he, is a, he was a slave there. So if actually he responded to her, anything he will ask, he will be granted. But he will never would be the second man of Egypt. But because his desires were godly, he told her, how can I commit this great wickedness and sin against God? And he preferred to be tortured in prison rather than to defile himself. Like Moses, St. Paul said about him in Hebrews 11, he preferred to be uh, humiliated with the people of God rather than having temporary pleasure in the palace of Pharaoh. So we fall into temptation not because of Satan, but because we have ungodly desires. Satan, all what he does, he presents an idea, like he presented ideas to the Lord Jesus Christ. But the Lord rejected these ideas. So we need to have our desires holy and sanctified in order to be able to say no to the temptation. And one of the purpose of fasting, many people will ask, why do we fast 50 days, 55 days too long? And actually we fast almost two thirds of the year. That's too long. Why do we fast? Why we are not like other denominations? Just fast a little. It's not because God wants us to fast. It's because we need the fasting. How? When you say no, to the food, there is certain types of food you like, but you say, no, I am fasting. Then you are developing self-control. Then when Satan tempts you with any sin, you will be able to say no. Because now you are strong to say no to the temptation, whether temptation of food or temptation of any sin. So fasting actually works for us, help us. And that's why we need to fast more, not to fast less. If you are not fasting, you are actually skipping a good opportunity to strengthen your will and to resist the temptation and to be able to say no to the temptation of sin. St. John said there are three things in the world. Lust of eye, lust of flesh, and uh, pride of life. And St. Paul said there are three temptations. Love of money, love of pleasure, love of pride. And actually what St. John said and what St. Paul said are the same, but with different terminology. Lust of I is the love of money. I see a new, a beautiful house. I see a beautiful car. Then I am tempted. 
I, I, I want to have money to, to have this house, to have this car, etc. Love of money. Lust of the flesh is the pleasure. I want actually to enjoy and please my, my, my body and my flesh. That's love of pleasure. And pride of life is the ego. Pride. I want to exalt myself. To be treated like God. And these are the three temptations that Satan tempted the Lord Jesus Christ with. Lust of flesh or uh, love of pleasure when he told him, turn the stone into bread. Those who refuse to fast except for illness, they are tempted with the lust of flesh with the love of pleasure. Love of pleasure. I want to please myself to eat whatever I like. Don't tell me don't eat this and don't eat that. Why? Why all these restrictions? Do you know why? It's for your own benefit. And do you know why you are saying no? Because you are tempted by the love of pleasure. You are not strong enough to say no to the love of pleasure. Then when he told him, I will give you all the kingdoms of the world, that's love of money. I will rule over all these kingdoms. All these kingdoms and the treasures will be mine. Love of money. So he, he tempted the Lord Jesus Christ with the love of money. And also, he tempted him with the pride. Throw yourself from the pinnacle of the temple. Angels will carry you. That's showing off. People will see, wow, this is a big miracle. See the angels carrying him. Nothing happened to him. He threw himself from the pinnacle of the temple. That's pride, ego. And if you examine yourself, any sin we commit, any, any sin, lies under these three categories. Either love of money, or love of pride, or love of pleasure. Think about it, name it, whatever sin will be one under one of these three categories. That's why St. Anthony the Great and after him all the monastics take three vows against these three temptations. Vow of poverty against love of money. Vow of celibacy against love of pleasure. And vow of obedience against uh, pride. So, it's good actually to examine yourself and see where is your weakness. Is it love of money? Is it love of pleasure? Is it pride? Sometimes we have one or more than one. So, how we resist temptation? How we resist temptation? I told you, you need to sanctify your desires. But how to sanctify your desires? It is through the word of God. You are pure because of the words that I have spoken to you. If the word of God dwells richly in you, when Satan actually tempts you, the word of God will protect you. Like the Lord, in this temptation, how he responded to Satan, it is written. It is written. So, 
Let the word of God dwell richly in you. Read the scripture. Understand them. Study them. Memorize them. Keep them in your heart. Lest you fall into temptation. Also you need the grace of God. To be able to resist temptation. That's why the Lord told us. Pray and watch. Lest you fall into temptation. Pray to get a grace of God to help you during the time of temptation, to strengthen your will, to be able to say no to the temptation. Read the Bible and pray. Also, you need to run away from any opportunity. If you still your desires are not holy and not sanctified, you need to run away. What is the advice that the two angels give to Lot? Run away. Escape for your life. Don't stay in the place of temptation. If you are tempted, just run away. Don't stay in the place of temptation. The Lord told us, if your eye causes you to sin, block it out. Not literally, but just run away. This the concept we call it radical amputation. You need to run away completely. If the internet causes you to send pornography, for example, you need to get rid of the internet completely from your phone, from your house. Tell me it will be difficult. Yes, if, if you need to do homework or to do any project, go to any public library. It's not convenient, yes, but you will save yourself. <coughs> it's not about what's convenient. It's about what is right to save yourself. Pray, read the scripture, run away from opportunities. Number four, develop self-control. Be able to say no to the temptation. And as I told you, the uh, fasting will help you to say no. Strengthen your will and ask the grace of God to strengthen you so you can say no I will not do it I will resist until blood shed against sin as St. Paul said in Hebrews you did not resist he was rebuking them you did not resist until blood shed fighting against sin also I told you uh, Satan is deceiver so the knowledge of truth will protect you from the deception of Satan. And the knowledge of the truth came from the scripture and the correct understanding of the scripture. That's why the Lord said, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. Don't be deceived by wrong philosophies, wrong ideology, flattering words. Don't, don't be deceived by this. Know the truth, abide in the truth and the truth will set you free. Also, be watchful all the time. Because as I told you, Satan will place traps for you to catch you, to deceive you. Be watchful. If our mother Eve was watchful, she wouldn't fall in sin. That's why the Lord said, watch and pray lest you fall into temptation. And finally, if Satan try to make you lose hope and to tell you 
God doesn't like you. God will not forgive you. You committed the unforgivable sin. Don't believe him. Have trust in God that he loves you. He came for the sinners. He said, I did not come to call righteous to repentance, but sinners. That's why next Sunday and the Sunday after and the Sunday after, the church speaks to us about repentance and God's love and God's forgiveness through the prodigal son and the Samaritan woman and the man who was uh, sick for 38 years. All these just to give us hope, confidence that God loves us. When actually you pray, read the scripture, run away from opportunity, develop self-control, live the life of watchfulness, knowing the truth, have confidence in God, with all these things actually, you will be able to overcome temptation. Temptation will not overcome you. Temptation will not defeat you. But you will be victorious in the Lord Jesus Christ. He defeated Satan. And he was victory in the three temptations and all the temptations. And his victory is ours if we abide in him and let him abide in us. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.